welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. This is your host, as always, Ryan Martell, and with me, as always, also... As always, also, is the co-host, Cagney Larkin. How's it going, buddy? Cagney, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. What you been watching? Uh, what have I... We're just wow, gonna jump you just, you just like, straight up asked me what am I watching. It. Wasn't even prepared for that, man. Nah, I'm just messing with you. Have a little Let me uh, do light banter. Maybe there you have, like, a date <laughs> to plug or something maybe yeah, over yeah. there, you know? Let me do the date first. Hey, he does. He does have a date to plug. Just one, is. though. There's just only one, one thing going on right now. Just one date. Uh, June 20th, of course, we've got the 60-second horror challenge, which is going to take place at the Frothy Beard Brewing Company in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, there's more information on that on their Facebook page. Just type in 60 second horror. It'll come up. Um, I think I'm pretty sure tickets are still available. They're cheap. Uh, they're going to have some celebrity guests there and it's, you get to watch 60 minute long horror movies. So I think it's worth checking out. Um, I'm going to be there. I don't know if Cagney is yet or not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. possibly, maybe so, maybe um, not. But I am definitely going to be there because I got my ticket way, way long time ago before your coronavirus even started. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> been banking on it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But it's like every day another event gets canceled from that, which sucks. Yeah, but I don't think they're canceling anything like right now, as of like summertime shit. Right. Yeah, I don't think they they've canceled anything for the summer. We talking about like yeah. events? Yeah. Well, I mean, like other than big shit. Yeah. Like, like all the like live local master, stuff. Like yeah, like Ticketmaster and Live Nation yeah, yeah. stuff. Is all canceled. Of course, that got canceled. That was. Yeah, of course, but yeah, like local stuff is is still going on. There's not really anything in the way of like shows or anything, but there's still a lot of social distancing going on right. and all that good stuff. So, but hopefully. By the end of June, maybe July, will be we'll be able to do stuff together in groups Hope so. again. Hope so. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to the day that movie theaters are open to watch <laughs> movies in again. And we got some new movies to watch. So that'll be great. Lots of uh, movie theaters are opening to sell popcorn curbside. Right. Uh, is, well, there's some theaters that are open now. It's just like man, they're showing old yeah, stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Not involved. <laughs> okay. So now, what you've been watching, Kevin? All right, Ryan. Well, this week uh, I watched a, a classic by Adam Green. Watched the first Hatchet. I intended oh, on yeah. watching all four of them, but uh, I'm thinking maybe one a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, great movie. Always is. Every time you put it on, uh, love the brought the slasher, a creature feature, yeah. you know, and then like combined the both of them with Victor Crowley being a creature and a a slasher like a Jason yeah. villain. It's awesome. It's fun. The movie's hilarious. Tongue in cheek. Uh, I love one and three. Not too big on two and four. But uh, that may change on rewatch. See, uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of the whole series, but if I had to pick weak ones, I'd say one and four are the weak ones. Yeah. Two and three are like the 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 standouts in the group. I mean, obviously, I, I, obviously they get they get progressively better in my opinion from one to three and then four is just kind of like on par with the rest of the series mm. maybe you know it's it's on par with the worst yeah of i love one and three. three i just remember two not being so good we were talking about the hatchet series though great movies uh other than that i did watch uh, a movie you recommended me to watch i watched the lodge yeah, how'd and, you like uh, it? I just gotta say, fuck them kids, man. Fuck them kids. <laughs> I'm fuck with them it. kids. I'm um, with it. it took me a minute on at the end of it when it first ended. I was like, 
that smells stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that was dumb. Uh, after like the next day or so of thinking about it, I was like, you know, it's it's okay for what it for what it did. You know, I like the isolation feel, how they drove her crazy and stuff yeah. in there. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. There's just some things about it that I think could have been exaggerated a bit more as well. Uh, the maybe the stupidest dad of the year award in that movie. Yeah, okay, I'm out. I'll be back whenever. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, <laughs> I just left him it was out a job, there. dude. It was a job to do. It's not like it, it was with a stranger. They'd so, been, I'm going to leave that you That woman with had been in their life, like, a for couple six of years. Months. I thought it was a couple no, years. six months. Okay, six months still. Though. And it's Christmas. He's been dating her for a while before that. Yeah, but they didn't know her, and all they know is, like, yeah. this video they see. Bad decision overall. Dumb dad. Well, they and didn't. It, uh, they, but he didn't know that they knew about her past. But guess what? Too. I didn't care about those kids. Kids are fucking dicks. So the guy was the guy. What was coming? And the, uh, the guy was coming to him. That's all I say. <laughs> Rightfully so. So uh, you did like it or didn't like it? Or you? I did. Okay. I did like it. I th- okay. It's not anything special. It's not I as think, gr- you don't no. think it's as great as I think it is. No, no, okay. no, no, no. But you also if don't like those. They would have led into. The supernatural element, yes. Okay. That's where it was teetering for me. And it yeah. ended up being a cop-out. They ended up taking the, oh, it was all a prank joke. I don't uh, think that's a cop-out. I think, it's, I think that is better route. than but the supernatural. That's what the movie is. But don't tease the supernatural element that hard if you're not going to follow through with no, it. No, you know? I think I, I'm completely in disagreement with you there. I think the best way to do a movie like that is to tease the supernatural and then make it 100% just human. I just felt a little cheap. Just all human error. Just the fact that she has delusions and shit from her mental illness and then the kids well, it fucking wasn't like her. It wasn't like the reveal scene was very impactful either, though. It was just kind of like, oh. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they were they, the kids because that's not like, and it's the, kind of easy to pick up on too. Yeah, that they were the ones doing it. If you go back and well, you start uh, uh, think you start about to this question. It. You start to question it. You're either you're like, are they fucking with her, or is this real like shit? Like that's what that's the right, thing, yeah. right? Uh, and that's why my conclusion for that movie was fuck them kids. Yeah, no, definitely <laughs> I agree with that. Definitely fuck, fuck them, fuck them kids. But it was cool. But I mean, they I drove her, it, they drove her to do that at the end. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, um, I know, I think pacing a little bit too on the film. Uh, yeah, Maybe it's a gets a little movie. broody, a little broody here or there. But other than that, because yeah, there was like twenty minutes where I felt like we were just sitting there, and yeah. I was like until the dog died, and then we kind of got like, back see, into some action. I could see how you would feel that way. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, it's not you're, a terrible movie at all. You're also more. You're not very into the slower. Some of them movies. I love. Yeah, some, yeah. As long as there's a, a well-paid playoff. I've noticed it. that you you like like the original Suspiria. Yeah. Love it. Love yeah. the original Suspiria. I mean, it's a it's a great tone, great atmosphere in the film. But if you're gonna do a slow brooding horror film, if your tone and atmosphere aren't hitting on all cylinders, it's you, not. It's you just not had to. You had me. to see that movie. In the context I saw it in, yeah, I mean it was good. It's not for a terrible it be, movie at all. It's a great. I like. It. I, I forever, that movie will be associated with the time that I went and watched it in the theater, and I just was freezing cold because uh-huh. it was fucking February right yeah. before the fucking right before everything shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freezing fucking cold. No AC in the car. No heat in the car. Um, I'm sitting in this theater. You know, the theater's cold. 
there's nobody in the theater but like two mm-hmm. other people. If you guys aren't aware, this whole movie takes place in a, a lodge in snow. Yeah. Increased snow and ice. Outside. So just between the elements outside and the atmosphere in the theater, uh, it definitely added to the experience. But I also think that this as a movie is also still that good. Like yeah. I stand by yeah, my The performances statement. are good. Uh, when I told you that The it daughter's was like, performance was really good. You said it was yeah. the movie of the year for you so far, yeah. right? Yeah. See, I would say out of new movies I've watched this year, I enjoyed The Hunt more than that. Okay. The Hunt is up, the hunt's up there, too. The yeah, Hunt, I'd say hunt it, is definitely... So that's probably the movie that came out this year. But I don't know. Yeah. This uh, That vampire movie with Kevin from Backstreet Boys oh, yeah. might end up on the list. I'm definitely going to go finish that. But uh, getting through it, I also started re-watching uh, Wilfred yeah. for the first time since it ended in 2014. And what an amazing show that is. Dark humor and very insightful as well. One of the smartest shows uh, when it comes to intellectual, not humor, but intellectual intelligence where they're trying to put over. I don't even understand. Uh, the show goes so deep, so deep, and you have to like rewind it. Like, what did they just say yeah. on a, on, a, on this stoner comedy show? <laughs> and it's awesome. A great show. Uh, check it out. I'm like all the way in season three now. And I watched a Hulu exclusive horror film that was, you know, the Into the Dark series. They do all these movies for uh, holidays. They like a New Year's I, yeah, one, I think I know a Christmas one. I watched the St. Patrick's one called Crawlers. Uh-huh. You haven't heard of it? No. It's okay. Uh, I did this, uh, did Into the Dark. That's also got the Pilgrim one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Thanksgiving I did, one. I did watch Pilgrim. I haven't seen that one. How was that? Yeah, it's where like, you get good. some actors to rein. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's good. good. Okay, yeah. so this is Crawlers, and I can see it's definitely probably does have its audience. The thing that gets me about this movie is just it had this narration that just kept stopping. Like the the main chick from the movie would just as soon as you saw somebody, it would freeze the movie, and she'd be like, "This guy's about blah, 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 blah. and it just it lasted like thirty minutes into the yeah. movie. I was like, "Okay, it's an alien film, alien okay. invasion of the body snatchers type deal." One thing I didn't like though, this chick was like drinking, the been drinking. And she's freaking out, and the drug dealer main character is like, here, you're freaking out, take a Xanax, just hands her a Xanax. Like, she's fucking binge drinking right now. Don't do that. And then I watched Let's Go to Prison, movie with uh, directed by Bob Odenkirk, Will Arnett, and who else? Dak Shepard. Oh, yeah. And a hilarious movie, yeah. man. It's really good. Uh, it's one of two movies I know that Bob Odenkirk's directed, that and The Brothers Solomon, which are both hilarious movies. Hell yeah. So, we got some comedy, some horror, some cool stuff I've been watching. What about you, Ryan? Well, uh, for my pick of the week this week, I watched Heavyweights. Right uh, on. What inspired you to watch Heavyweights? On Disney Plus? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, that had something to do with it. But my, my original pick of the week is a week where actually, is a actual is a movie that, oh shit. My actual pick of the week is a movie that we're going to watch next week for the show. Oh, okay. Which will come out two weeks from now. Cool. So, I was like... I'll save that and talk about it then. Uh, what am I going to do now? I watched Heavyweights on Disney+. Plus. Fucking classic, man. It's dodgeball, but with kids. I want candy. Uh, you get, dun, 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 dun. You get uh, Ben Stiller just being absolute ape shit. Wow, they lock him up underneath the, the yeah, thing in the cage. Yeah, this shit's you got every major kid star from the 90s. You got the, the Goldberg from... Mighty Ducks, you got... Uh, yeah, is that the curly-haired fat kid that's in yeah. everything? Yeah. And he ended up... Uh, have you seen him now? He, yeah, he's on meth Oh, now. yeah, yeah, dude. He looked like he just like half of his um, face is sunk in. You got Keenan from Keenan and Kill fame, and now he's on Saturday Night Live. He was on Saturday Night Live. I don't yeah. know if he still is. 
Um, yeah, but you got a just a great cast of child actors for some reason. This movie just hit on every point for me. It's right. funny. It gives you some emotion. Um, it makes you want to get in the water. Yeah, it does. That opening uh, scene where they're all jumping on yeah, that on the huge blob. blob. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's so great. Uh, so yeah, as far as like Disney family movies goes, this is one of my top tier. Picks. Right. Even a little bit of risque humor in there as yeah, well, yeah, right? Yeah, it does have little, some adult content bit, in it. Yeah. yeah, just enough. Those '90s movies really like to throw that in there. They do. They realized back then when they were making these kids movies and family movies who's taking the kids to go see the movies that parents were going to be in the theater too and they needed to make the parents want to spend their money on these movies so they made it a little bit funny for them too uh so i gave heavy i give heavyweights a four out of five on the martell scale what what stops that movie from getting a perfect five the only thing that stops it got a killer soundtrack it's got ben stiller the only thing that stops it from getting a perfect five is that i feel like a lot of my enjoyment is nostalgia with it okay so, so don't, you don't think you could set somebody down that's never seen that movie and they appreciate it like as much as they should? I feel like somebody who's never seen that movie and didn't grow up in the 90s yeah. would not appreciate this movie as much as uh, somebody who did grow up in the 90s did. Because it's a very 90s movie. Like yeah. it, I mean, obesity is still a problem, though. You know, it's oh, not, yeah, it's yeah, a, no, it's but I'm talking about like timeless the, issue. I'm talking about as far as the pop culture references and the, the hairstyles. <laughs> is there a lot of pop culture references the, the, in the film? The outfits, the yeah. datedness, uh, just it's, it's a very, it's not super dated. It's not as dated as like Heather's, yeah, but it's pretty dated. It's also not a very uh, popular <laughs> film genre anymore. This summer camp movie, yeah, it really. Isn't. How many summer camp movies do you see? Because kids don't go to summer camp anymore. They don't. Yep. No, I never went to a summer camp. I went to like camps oh, with no. school, but I never. I went to vacation, vacation Bible school. That's about it. Right, places. right. I went. I, there was one around here, Bethel Woods, yeah. and I. <laughs> it's a different subject, but yeah, I never right. went. Uh, then okay, so I got two things other than that that I watched this week. Uh, on Prime, I watched Lost Soul: The Doom Journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Doctor Moreau. It's a documentary. Oh, is it a documentary about the making yeah. of that film. Okay. Well, not necessarily about the making of the movie that actually happened mm-hmm. but it's, it's it's the events of richard stanley being hired to direct it and being fired to di- fired from being the director okay. and then somehow ending up as an extra in the movie wow right on so like it's this whole it's <laughs> the journey of him being hired and fired from the movie and then the alleged train wreck that the movie production was from his point of view uh, from everybody's point of okay, view okay okay <laughs> Yeah, no, every, everybody involved in that movie pretty much says that that production and the finished product is... What year is that film? Was it like the 40s? Massacre. No, no, it's 90s. 90s, okay. Yeah, we're talking about the remake of it now. Oh, okay, with, okay. Uh, with Marlon Brando and Val Kilmer. Oh. Not the um, did not think Burt Lancaster yeah. one. Um, <clears throat> I love the Brando and uh, Val Kilmer one, but a lot of people don't think it's a very good movie. Uh especially people who were involved in the production, and that's because they knew what Richard Stanley wanted to make. Mm -hmm. And I guess his movie was going to be a much better uh, version of what we got. Uh, But I'm still pretty pleased with what we got. But as far as this documentary goes, uh, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. I feel like um, I can only enjoy a documentary so much, really. Right. Um, Depends on the the subject. Like, if you were obsessed with that movie... You know. There are rare movies, there are rare documentaries that I give, that I would give a 5 out of 5 probably. Like, uh, I'd probably say Never Sleep Again as a 5 out of 5. 
Um, Scream Queen, I'm pretty sure I either gave a 4.5 or a 5. Um, when I talked about it initially on the on the podcast. If I talked about it when I saw it. I think I did, though. Uh, so, yeah. But I'd say it's a 3.5. It's perfectly enjoyable. If you're, if you're interested in that movie or you like Richard Stanley, like you're a Richard Stanley fan, it's definitely something that you should check out for sure. Um... And then last but not least, I watched Blackula for the first time ever on Shudder. Yeah, you said you really enjoyed that, right? <clears throat> I loved Blackula. Um, for all its uh, over-the-topness and just... Uh, is it very exploit exploitative? Or is it more of a uh, just a celebration of black cinema? Well, see, now, um, you, we kinda, you kinda cut in hairs, you're, you're splitting hairs when you try to distinguish that, because... This is a black exploitation movie. Yes, yeah. it was made um, during the seventies, and it was made to target the black audience. You're right, and you know there is a fine line there because yeah, yeah. there's movies trying to do different subjects. Um, but at the same time, it is a very uh, quality movie. Like mm-hmm. they didn't. This is not a schlocky movie. This is not. They just put black dudes in a movie and right. threw it out there for black people to eat up. Like it is thought provoking and you know a good movie. At the end of the day, um, so I'm giving. I gave it a four out of five again. Uh, the only thing is that, like, um, personal enjoyment aside, like if I said if I was just basing this on personal enjoyment, I'd say it was a five out of five. Yeah. But I'm also thinking like critically, also, you know, it does have its flaw. It does have its flaws. Some parts are just. Um, outrageous it's a vampire and he's like throwing barrels at people to yeah, kill him it's like straight out Donkey yeah Kong. and i'm just like this is hilarious but <laughs> it doesn't make very much sense uh so yeah i did give it a four out of five though so you should definitely check out blackula it's on shutter now uh they just added it and scream blackula scream which is the sequel i watched scream blackula scream the other day but i didn't actually get to like pay attention to it so i didn't give it a rating right. or anything yeah i was there with you but it was a lot, it looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, because then we watched Joe Bob. We watched uh, Mayhem yeah. with Steven Yoon, which yeah. was awesome. Great movie. If you guys uh, look for something to watch, watch yeah. Mayhem. Mayhem is really good. I've talked about it um, a couple of times on the podcast now. Nice. Um, just a good little office action horror. Right, right. Movie kind of uh, something. It's a good movie to watch in, while you're in quarantine. <laughs> I say. Did you put that on your list? Yeah, it was on okay. the list. Um, the Lodge, was that on your list yep, for quarantine? Yeah. Cool. For those of you wondering what that list is that we're talking about, that's a Patreon-exclusive episode. Movies uh, to watch while you're quarantined. Yeah. Movies to watch while you're quarantined. And uh, you can get that on Patreon for 6 bucks if you join that 6 bucks tier. There's also a really cool episode of me and Ryan introducing you to the world of trauma. Yep, that is my newest Patreon bonus if, uh, episode. If last week wasn't enough for you. <laughs> Oof. We've uh we've been covering trauma a lot lately and yeah it's sponsor gonna, us it's gonna stay up it's gonna keep up so. yeah because we're sending them a copy of our movie when it comes <laughs> out and we're gonna hope that they distribute it. Uh, speaking of the movie, we got a treatment wrote for our movie. Did we talk about that last week? Or? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We wrote. We talked we, about that. we basically couldn't give Joe Bob the full attention last week because last we did week, talk about that. It's yeah. all about conceptualizing yeah. the film. How we, we didn't pay attention to Joe Bob. We paid t- we paid attention to Joe Bob this week. Though. Oh yeah, we watched we watched both movies. Um, 
uh, Mayhem a little bit more than Tetsuya. Yeah, but Tetsuya uh, is more of a visual film. Anyways. Yeah, for sure. I got I got the concept. I Tetsuo got what, the Iron Man. I got what was going on with that. So, <clears throat> but we do have a treatment finished now for our movie. We're gonna start working on the script after we do this, probably after we record this episode. Um. So we're doing we're doing the Lord's work here. We're making yeah. this amazing movie. <laughs> um, yeah, order some pizza and write a movie script tonight. That's just what it is, man. We're not, we're not. It's not the '80s, so we're not going to do a whole bunch of blow and then wake up with a screenplay written, like we would if we were Stephen King. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're. That's doing how things. his movies were so good, man. Things are good. We got a little. We got us a little financial backer. Uh, we've got some of our actors cast already. Um, still got to cast a few more people. We still do have to cast a, about half of the cast. But so if you're out there and listening, and you're local, and you want to be in a movie, yes, hit us up. Especially if you have melon heavy breasts and you don't mind showing them <laughs> on camera. Well, that's because we do have a uh, scene with s- several Satanist women that will be topless. Yes, it is very. Uh, it, the, the nudity is plot driven. It is not just random gratuitous nudity. Nudity. Yep, you're just worshiping um, the devil with yeah. your titties out. And everybody knows you can't worship the devil in clothes. No. Yeah. If anybody's <laughs> ever seen a picture of parties from yeah, Anton LaVey's house. <laughs> You know that, that only dudes wear clothes at those parties. Yep, go big or go home. But in our movie, even the dudes are going to be naked, hopefully. Hopefully. We can, we're just we're just trying the best that we can with what we got. <laughs> and uh, if we can get a dude to go peck her out, then that's what we're going for. But yeah. if not... Then, peck her out. <laughs> we're going to let that dong hang. I'll put a, a line in the credits. Sorry we couldn't get more male nudity in this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be a disclaimer. Um... But maybe, yeah, we're here maybe today. Maybe before the film, we'll have a disclaimer. It says, yeah, "Sorry, yeah. we didn't have as much male nudity in this film as we wanted." Yeah, I mean, well, I, ideally, here's a picture of a dick <laughs> to make up for that. <laughs> ideally, for my for my movies, I would like to have as many nude fe- nude males yeah. as females. Our yeah. movies, you know. Yeah, well, well, I didn't want to speak for you. So we're making you know them together. Mean? So if I, I'm the uh, one with the equipment, but I'm saying if <laughs> I'm saying if I ever was to branch off from you. And we were to do separate things, then I would, you know. Don't speak like that. Ideally, I'm just saying, if <laughs> you know, everybody does. Don't break up with me on this podcast. We'll, we'll always come back together. Oh my goodness! It's not gonna be like a, you know, thing thing. But you know, maybe one day, thing. maybe one day, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna make a hardcore porn movie, and you're like, I can't attach my name to that because I'm a local that, businessman. That's why has, I got sued them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. so yeah okay i got a, a working name there let's get uh let's get to the nitty-gritty now let's get into the meat of today's we're episode. on what week three happy this pride, month, pride month ryan happy pride month thank you sir um and i don't know if i've talked about it too much on this podcast but i am a, a queer individual uh i identify as pansexual and genderqueer ryan likes to hang out with pans yes i do i like to to grease up cast iron skillets Mm. (laughs) gotta love that cast iron but anyways (laughs) we are celebrating queer films uh films with queer uh elements filmmakers directors subtext Uh, this week i think we actually watched a full-on lesbian filmmaker film our most gay movie yeah, so for sure. far, pretty sure. For sure, and it didn't have even have like a gratuitous sex scene or anything. Yeah, no, no, it was not very. It was it was very much just casually queer. Pretty clever film. Uh, the title is "Women Who Kill." Came out in 2016. Yeah, 
directed by you want to take a shot at that pronunciation uh, okay so i believe that the, that her name is pronounced ingrid Jungerman. Uh, Jungerman. Jungerman. Oh, it Jungerman? looks German. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty sparse on the Wikipedia information. But uh, the film is about two dun, 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 podcasters, two yep. lesbian podcasters that are ex lovers. True crime podcasters. True crime. That's a very important detail. They focus on female serial killers, since the name of their the name of the film and the name of their podcast, Women Who Kill. And remember, only Morgan was lesbian the other one what was her name bisexual grace she was bisexual but she never said it out loud yeah yeah that's a yeah. line from the movie there's a there's a there's a part in the very beginning of the movie where these two podcasters go to um interview a serial killer in prison lila something another yeah her name's lila but played by Aneto tool yes yeah, who is like the top casted billing on everything yeah, that you look for up this, this film movie. yeah she's everywhere. but she's in the movie all of five minutes maybe. <laughs> pretty much so they're talking to the serial killer and the serial killer makes a remark about how she had two scenes um she says uh, what was the exact phrasing uh dykes look more like debutantes these days and then morgan goes she's bisexual and then uh what was the what was her partner's name again uh grace grace okay grace says yeah but i've never said it out loud and i just thought that was <laughs> fucking hilarious yeah, by the me. way this movie played up every lesbian stereotype there is and it's made by a lesbian filmmaker as well yeah. so i'm not sure if she was trying to be tongue-in-cheek if they were just playing a little poking fun at themselves or i i definitely think it is a little i'm not sure where to comment on that a little bit of um Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's a little tongue-in-cheek, a little bit of... The main character works at a co-op and has a extremely loud butch friend yeah. that plays for a softball team. Yeah, yeah. It's... So if that doesn't sound like a, a stereotypical sentence that just came out of my mouth, then, like, excuse me. It, yeah, it, and it does, but it has, it has these, like, stereotypical characters... But then at the same time, like, they have non-stereotypical kind of characteristics to them, too. Yeah. So, like, um... Like, the main the main woman, uh, played by Ingrid Jungerman, the yeah, director Morgan. as well, Morgan. Yeah. Uh, she's very tomboyish, you know, but she has these, uh, these qualities about her, you know, the dialogue between her and Grace is so quick, it's so witty, you know, yeah. it's, like, extremely funny as well. And, uh, dare I say that... The attitude is very passive. Mm -hmm. It's not like a masculine, macho... No, they're not taking themselves seriously. Uh, ...attitude. And then... Uh, but basically, the plot of this movie is these guys, these uh, podcasters... Um, Who are ex-lovers. Yeah, ex-lovers. Um, Morgan meets another per a new person. At the co-op. At the co-op. A new lady friend. And they start spending time together. Start getting a little... Intimate. intimate yes and um it begins to dawn on grace is no grace is the co-op lady no Even, grace yeah. grace is there as her partner no grace is the lady at the co-op that's the old lady at the co-op what's her partner's name i don't remember that's why i asked you because you got the wikipedia in front of you yeah but there's no plot rundown for this movie go to imdb yeah true that <clears throat> so um while we're trying to figure out this the secondary main character's name um, sure is Grace. No, Grace is. I'm telling you, Grace is the old lady from the co-op. I'm remembering that now. 
because Grace dies. Spoiler alert. So, um, yeah, so Morgan meets Simone, which is the new lady, fr- the new lady friend from the co-op. Oh, um, yeah, 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 Ryan, you were totally right. Yeah. Uh, what was the roommate? Are they... Is it Celia? Is that her? Is it Celia? Let me see. Control Plus, all these pictures are fucking... The resolution on these IMDb photos are absolutely terrible. I have no clue. Okay, but anyways... And her, car, Gene. Gene, that's Jean, it. Gene. Yep. Why did I not remember that? Well, the billing for this film is so weird. The two main characters are all the way at the bottom. Like yeah. everybody else in this film is billed first, <laughs> besides the two main characters. But here's the thing, though. Like I remember now the part where she's talking about uh, she didn't know Simone's last name, and she's like, "I didn't know your first name when we hooked up the first time." Yeah. And she's like, "You did. You just thought it was pronounced John." John. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did I forget that? But okay, Jean um, starts to worry or theorize that Simone is a serial killer, or a donate. Or at first they thought that she was just the daughter of a serial killer. Yeah. Um, then she starts to theorize that she is actually a serial killer because Grace comes up dead, which is what prompts that whole thing. And this this movie is just basically a, a story about paranoia and. Um, people's personal hang-ups and whatnot just kind of getting in the way of their perception of things and uh, the unwilling how the unwillingness to talk about things could lead to very big misunderstandings. Yeah, I mean, the, go ahead and throw the spoiler alert on here. The big twist is that the end of the film, our main character who has been dating this woman that she suspected is a serial killer the whole time, she just goes for it, fucking stabs her when it looks yeah. like she's done when she's made a uh, an, when she's made a murder. And but we don't know if that's the case. It's kind of still open ended and ambiguous when the film ends. I think it's kind of implied that she didn't. That she didn't do it. The woman just it, went crazy. Yeah. So like, don't let your inner thoughts take over, man. Don't like freak yourself out. Uh, by the way, footnote: this movie gets dragged through the mud on the internet. People are not like. Wow, it. really? Yeah. The IMDb. I thought it was. I thought it was it's like one good review here on IMDb. That's it. I thought it was a relatively good movie for as uh, amateur as it was. Like, you can tell it's not made by people who, like... This is her debut, her debut yeah. feature, yeah. You can tell it's a lot of first-time actors, a first-time mm-hmm. director, of course. And yeah, then, very dialogue-heavy film. It's yeah. not a action-oriented film. Like, you know, the movie doesn't move from this action causes for this sure. action causes for this sure. action. It's all dialogue-driven, you know, this... Yeah. Uh, we have this conversation to move us here, and then we have this conversation to move us here instead of this action causes this. Which, you know, sometimes stylistically that can be a good choice. But yeah, there's only like one good review on IMDb, and it's saying it was hilarious. <laughs> I did think it was funny. I it thought is, it was really it's funny. It's great dark humor, but there's a lot more going on to it than it just being a comedy, you know. It's, uh, it's an introspective film about letting your thoughts run wild and how you should always talk your problems through, really, you know. If you have a concern or an issue with somebody, bring it up. You know, don't r- let your thoughts run rampant and try to connect strings where they don't necessarily need to be connected. And it didn't help that they were in a true crime podcast either. When their whole life, they just eat, sleep, and breathe women serial killers. So automatically, they have a little bit of paranoia there to freak them out from the get go. But did you rate it? Did you rate the movie? Yeah, I did rate the movie. Um, great. Uh, like I said, I thought it was—I thought it was funny as hell. Uh, you can obviously tell that everybody is kind of green at what they do in the movie. 
Um, except for maybe the camera people. They, they did have some good shots going on. Um, that being said, I still enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. It was still very t- dramatic, tense when it needed to be, and funny like it's supposed to be because it's a black comedy. Uh, I gave it a three out of five. Nice. I give it a yeah. I give it a three and a half out of five. It's very solid. I give it a three and a half because uh, the ending I, I didn't expect. I do wish that I, I like the twist ending the way it, it becomes her. She's the killer the whole time, but she's this is she just kills well, the one person the whole time. She just turns yeah into yeah she it, turns you know? into the killer. But I do wish I kind of like I was like I'm like you were during the while we were watching it. I kind of wish that her girlfriend would have been a killer for sure for yeah, real yeah, and like she just. just brutally murder cool. her at the end that but also been... i mean they they avoided that stereotypical trope you know yeah yeah they that, didn't go that route and i thought I it would either that. be this i thought it would be an a or b ending i didn't see the c ending that they pulled and out. i love how this movie is like super gay without being like sexualized or like yeah yeah it's over uh, the top there's two male characters in the film the focus is not on their sex lives it's on the like drama of mm-hmm. everything uh which is great so yeah three out of five for sure it's awesome um, and we watched that on Tubi. Yeah, we watched it for free on Tubi. Um, so next up, after that, we watched All Cheerleaders Die, which is a movie I've watched before on the pod for the podcast, I'm pretty sure. It's a crazy little movie. Um, I think I actually watched it for my 30 Days of Horror. Uh, we watched that one on Shudder. It's in their queer horror section. What's 30 Days of Horror? 30 Days Halloween. 30 Days Halloween. My bad, okay. yeah. Did I say horror? Yeah. I mean Halloween. I was yeah. like, dude, we watch horror movies. I did thirty one days of Halloween. I do th- I do thirty one days of Halloween every October where I watch thirty one horror movies I haven't seen before. Okay. Uh one a day. And then I try to do a little video for YouTube and stuff for him. This must get harder every year, right? Yeah, every year it gets a little bit harder. But <laughs> there's so much fucking there's so many movies that it's just like Yeah, check Prime. Go to the horror section. Oh yeah. Okay, we can find There's an infinite amount of movies that I haven't seen. Quickly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I liked all cheerleaders must uh, our cheerleaders die. Also, Uh, like yeah, super fun movie, man. Super fun movie. When I was telling you, when I was talking to you while we were watching the movie, uh, the beginning of the movie has this weird, like, serious, uh, almost teen melodrama kind of tone to it mm-hmm. and then at about the 35 40 minute mark it turns into like it has this twist a campy supernatural zombie cheerleader movie and that's when i start really liking it and i think that works well for the film it's a good yeah. build up because we get to see these characters it opens up with them losing one of their friends who is a cheerleader dies from a yeah. fatal cheerleading accident that falls tragic. and cracks her fucking neck Oof. right open in front of everyone it's terrible uh, so they're all kind of reeling in that. You kind of meet the characters. You learn that these cheerleaders date the jocks, and the jocks are fucking douchebags, of course, like they always are. Specifically that one dude. He was a fucking psychopath. The main guy. I can't I remember his, his name, goddamn yeah. name. But uh, he was, like, working on bear traps and shit at his house, and you're like, what is this dude got going on? Very, like, uh, superiority and for inferiority complex going on somewhere yeah he was definitely planning on killing at least one cheerleader before yeah he punches he straight up zombie shit even punches happens. one of the girls in the face like yeah. with a fucking boom with a hitter like with a, a fucking one, two. left hook straight yeah, up straight like, out of hell left ooh. hook out of hell knock that girl on the ground man she went sleep bye bye put her to 
nighttime story mode, you know? She was if gone. You, if you want to show a movie and, like, teach somebody about toxic masculinity, this is a great way to do that. Because this movie is, like, these male characters are all just, like, either the picture of male to- toxic masculinity or, like, the victims of their own yeah. friends. And I think you could say that for the jock. In general, you yeah. know, the jock character is always going to be the epitome of everything you don't want to see in a dude. Yeah, nine yeah. times out of ten, you're for, you're for sure right. So, but that's when I like that one out yeah. of ten. You get that curveball where yeah. you get the jock that wants to save the day or yeah. uh, like you get, you Stranger get, Things. You know, Steve turns into yeah. – or Steve wasn't jock. Who was the jock in that show that kind of – Oh, no. I remember there being... There, a, I don't think a jock gets a redemption in Stranger Things. No? No. What am I thinking about um, There is a... There's, like, a, the the Hemsworth in... Um, well, well, Steve does get uh, a redemption in the show, you know? <laughs> what's the movie? Cabin in the Woods. He's, like... A cabin a, in the Woods. Yeah, yeah he's that he's awesome a, he's jock, He's a jock, man. but he's smart. Sacrifices he's like, his life for yeah. those people in that movie, man. He's like, I'm going to get on this bike, and I'm going to get out of here, and I'm going to get us some help. But no, the fuck you're not, dude. No, you're not. Sadly. It's an invisible force field. What a great movie. But, uh, yeah, so the jocks are always like that. And the jocks in this movie, <laughs> they're particularly yeah, exactly fucking big, that, big old you know. shit bags. They're right, right into it. And the other guys, when he punches what, got, what kills me, man, he punches this girl right in the face. And all the other guys just kind of stand there. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah all they, the cheerleaders are like, are you guys going to do something? Like, and they're like, no. He just hit a girl, and yeah, they're all friend. just pussies. <laughs> They're all just like, nope, we're afraid of him. He might beat us up too. So uh, she calls them all pussies. Yep. And what happens next is just where the movie turns gets out, a little crazy. Outrageous. They uh, pull outrageous. something right out of Rebel Without a Cause, starring James Dean. And the kids are chasing each other in the cars, and uh, the girl's car goes boom right off the cliff into the water. All the girls are just the cars turned over halfway submerged in the water you're assuming they're all dead the jocks get out they look down they're not gonna go help them yeah, they're they just dicks. say fuck it they're douches they're you guys still aren't doing anything well we've got our goth alternate uh cheerleader witchy girl the witchy, witchy girl, girl because we've already seen her with some rocks this is where actually where the pride subject comes in with this character and one of the cheerleaders have a yes. relationship going on there's there's this character and then there's two cheerleaders that are all lesbian yeah 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 or one's bisexual i think mm-hmm. um so yeah there's that that's the, the this, pride tie-in this wiccan girl jumps down there literally macho man's four unconscious dead bodies yeah. out of a submerged car in the water shows the strength of a thousand Brazilian horses to do this shit. <laughs> she are Brazilian down. horses more powerful than American they horses? They are. They breed them over there differently Wow. with uh, steroids. I have to ask my stepdad about that because he is Brazilian. Yeah, I have so no idea, know. dude. I'm just, I'm just saying that. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a war, it's a catch of phrase. You know? A catch of phrase? <laughs> a catch a, of phrase. A catch of catch can? A catch of catch can. Yeah, you don't know about you don't. Uh, it's catch catches catch can wrestling. Oh so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I did not smell what the rock is cooking. I'm no, sorry. No, that's not even. <laughs> that's catches catch can is like the oldest kind of wrestling because it's um, you basically grab a hold wherever you can grab a hold. Yeah. So it's no holds barred. So you can really right, grab right, somebody right, wherever. Right. So after she Brazilian horses, I, just, I digress. <laughs> after she Brazilian horses these people out of the car, 
she has these rocks, these stones yes. that fall out, these infinity stones, if you will, that fall out of her little purse. Which, actually, this is like years before the Marvel Infinity War. Infinity way, way before, okay, yeah. So, yeah, she's good, man. They're in the clear. They stole that from all cheerleaders die, actually. All the blood from the cheerleaders kind of, like, drains Fall out down. of the corpses and onto these rocks, which all of a sudden shoot into these girls and fucking yeah. reanimate them. They wake up the next morning at this uh, witch girl's house. Uh, so caught me so off guard that this one girl wakes up by a cat licking her face, and she grabs the cat with the force of 10,000 Brazilian horses <laughs> and, <laughs> and slams the cat into the wall kills it. And I was like, holy shit, why are you killing the cat? I hope we don't get canceled because you keep calling them Brazilian horses. What? The strong Brazilian horses? Uh, let me. I'm just going to Google how strong are Brazilian horses. We'll see what <laughs> How strong um, are Brazilian horses. But yeah, so she kills the cat. Horses. And then... Uh, oh, dude. You don't even want to know. They said the Brazilian horse will specifically beat your ass. Oh, word. First result okay. on Google, yep. And there's like a list of Brazilian horse breeds. The Manga Larga Marchador. Tight. Okay. That's our next horror movie. <laughs> Sick. Um, so yeah, they, they all get up. They realize that they, there's two sisters that were in the group. One was the like mascot, and the other was a cheerleader. And then they realize they've switched bodies somehow. Yeah, just two of them out of just four those girls. Two, the the two sisters switch bodies, which um, plays for an interesting scene later in the film. Yeah, and then the other there's another girl who kind of wanders off, and she's like, "I'm hungry," so she goes to the kitchen. There's nothing uh, to eat. She's in her bra and panties, by the way. Yeah, she decides she's going to go across the street to the neighbors, see if he's got anything that looks good. Who's um, actually the uncle from Breaking Bad at the very end. Like, it's yeah. gunned down by Walt. Um, the gardener says Buenos Dias to her, and then she says that to the neighbor to guy. To the guy when she walks in the house. After she Buenos just walks Dias. in his house. Uh, and then, long story short, they end up eating him and figuring out that they've got to feed on human blood. Well, and they don't even really eat. They kind of drain. Yeah, they just know? drain the blood out of it. We don't really explicitly see them mouth, to see their yeah. mouths making contact. Yeah. We see just all of them huddled around him, like, with all yeah. this, like, green light. And they come up, and the dude is fucking, like, just been sucked dry, you know? Like, he got rang out by, like, a wet rag. Yeah. And so, he's in there just done. Then they all go to school like it's a normal day, because that's what you do when... It's the first day of school after you've all died. Which kind of caught me off guard. That was one thing that well, I didn't really know how to feel. They just so. go to school and try to pretend everything's normal. I mean, I guess. I guess. Yeah. But for me, that sounds like a good reason to not go to school. Yeah, I'd definitely be uh, going to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> not even going to the doctor. I'm just like trying to go see what no, the no, fuck's no. up. Going you know? to the doctor with scare yeah, quotes. Yeah, yeah. Quotes. The, the um, quote. The doctor. So, yeah, they go to school. Everything's kind of normal-ish and then this one girl is like you know in home ec with one of the dudes that was at the party the night that they all died Mm -hmm. and she's like get me high and we'll forget it even happened yeah get me high after class well they're She's mad. He's bringing up the incident that yeah, happened, yeah, yeah. yeah, where where the people died, you know, and every, or the their car fell off the cliff. She's like, "Yep, just get me high after class, so I act like it never happened." Yeah, yeah. So they go to his big ass van. So like, it smells like dick in here, <laughs> and they get they proceed to get stoned to the bazone. Yep, and, and while then, simultaneously, the chick that has her body swapped with the sister hooks up um, with more no her boyfriend. Uh, 
Hannah's the sister's name. Hannah is in the sister is the big sister is in the big sister's body, and yeah. she hooks up with the big sister's boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and when he uh, in, in enters her, yeah. he's, he remarks that it's very cold. Yes, uh, it's so yes. cold <laughs> because <laughs> she's technically up, dead. Man. Yeah, that's so um, nasty, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry we don't remember all these characters' names. But there's um, so many whenever you're keeping up with high We should probably kids. start making notes for these things, like <laughs> putting character <laughs> names down and shit. It's all right, man. Um, we did really good about that on the Saw shit. Yeah. Let's go uh, Saw. Saw was Saw to the wall, man. But yeah. also, these characters' names aren't really important. They're, no, they're not. They're, the, the names, they're interchangeable with... Cheerleader one, right. two. We, we just kind of ended up walking through the plot, and that was not our yeah. intention. We're just here to review and commentate. And then this, the the best actor of the whole group is the goth girl. I do wish I remembered her character name. Yeah, she's great. Um, I believe she's been in a lot of other stuff too. It was either Maddie, Lena, Tracy, Hannah, Martha. Okay, Maddie is the one. <laughs> Maddie is the one that was in a relationship with the goth girl. Yeah, who, yeah, who yeah. tried out for the cheerleading squad after the girl died. After Lexi died, which uh-huh. was the cheerleader who died, I remember Lexi and I remember Maddie. <clears throat> Lena, 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 Tracy, Hannah, Martha. Oh no, it doesn't matter. It's not good. Martha, too Martha's the golf girl. What What we need to talk about is how good damn how damn good this movie gets. Oh yeah, it gets Whenever really we get to a fucking final good. showdown, and all hell's kind of breaking yeah. loose for these kids in this movie. Our psychopath Jock has figured out that if he takes the stones out of the bodies of these girls yeah he's been snooping on them you he know, can, he's, he's noticed something's been going he on he can eat them and he'll be he'll gain powers from the shit so he's finally gotten down to the two last girls um maddie and martha i believe the the goth girl and there's this big fucking good versus evil fight scene chick played maddie is pansexual in real life oh tight and then um but has a male partner okay tight uh i don't i fucking forgot how they actually defeated the super jock what did they do you're just gonna call me out like that yeah we were supposed to we're a team here we're supposed to work together yeah but i man. forgot so i figured we're you remembered to, we're supposed to pull it together man they uh, did no i know exactly what happens no, right they, they defeated and I, i'll tell you right now uh Terry manages to corner Maddie and Lena in a graveyard where he tries to force <laughs> Lena to show him how to use her magic for his benefit, only for him to die after Maddie attacks him and Lena's magic somehow manages to force the stones out of him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maddie dies again as a result of this, but Lena manages to revive her through her own grief, the same thing that caused the original resurrection. Yeah, that's right. Dun, yeah. Dun, uh, the two embrace and kiss, only to find that a bloody Alexis is tearing her way out of Terry's corpse as he has landed on her grave. And it's screaming Lena's name. And that's our setup for the sequel. Yeah, because the film cuts to a title card and it says all cheerleaders die. Part one! But the chick crawling out of the grave is the chick that died at the very beginning of the movie who acted as uh, kind of the moniker for the film to get it started. And all of a sudden, the stones get to her and she starts crawling out of the grave again. And you're like, what? Evil Dead type shit now? And then it ends. Would have been tight to see a sequel, though. Yeah, speaking of, did you see that... uh, they announced the Evil Dead 4 today, Evil Dead yeah, Now. I did see the that. The name of it, yeah. I did see that. So Bruce Campbell's not involved, but he knows all about it. Because yeah. he's fucking Bruce Campbell. He's, he's going to be a producer on it, Yeah, Yeah, and Sam, Sam Raimi producing. Yep. He just hired this new guy to direct that did some movie. I I'm forgot what it was. I'm kind of excited there. for it. The I hole in the, in the ground. 
It's the name of the movie the guy. Yeah, did. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. But it is it is a bummer that we never got to see all cheerleaders die too. Or uh, it may happen one day. It's maybe maybe it's it came stuck out in twenty thirteen. Maybe it's stuck in uh post production or something. Yeah, who knows? Let me or get nobody picked point. it up or something like that, you know? It's got fifty percent on rotten tomatoes. All cheerleaders die? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember what I gave it whenever I rated it, but I want to say it was around two point five three, um, probably in probably closer to three than three than two point five. I'm looking for at sure. nothing for that sequel. <laughs> yeah, so that sequel just that sequel Sequel's just died. It was dead in the water. Could come back as a TV show though. Would be tight to know. see it. I would. And then we watched the third film today. Oof, that was pretty fucking boring, if you ask me. I don't often watch movies that are just complete stinkers. I, I have hit a handful of those since I started doing this podcast. Uh, but this is one of them, sadly. I thought this movie had a lot of potential. Um, it looked nice. It was well made. Like, the production of it's perfect. It could have been great. Uh, I just think it suffers from a bad script. A uh, lack of action in the movie. Um, and just, if you haven't caught by the episode title, the name of the film we're talking about is called A Sweet, Sweet Lonely Girl, directed by A.D. Calvo, came out in 2016, billed as a horror film, but I would mark it down as uh, probably a melodrama more than anything. It's the relationship, uh, story of a relationship between two, well, I guess she isn't, we don't know that she's a lesbian. This girl just kind of seduces her and they have this lesbian yeah, they relationship have, they have a, 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 while this woman is watching her aunt in this yes. uh, in decrepit house. Her her sick aunt, I'm assuming, that is, is what the story. That is agoraphobic, won't leave her room. But the, it does have a, it does have like a supernatural air about it, so I will give it, 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 it is still a horror movie, but it's like, they call things like this elevated horror, but at the same time, I'm like, you elevated it so far that it goddamn went back to the ground. Like, yeah, it's not just, sc- there's nothing scary about it. There's no off-putting. I didn't feel any like tension you, from the film. You, they elevated it through the fucking roof, and it, it cr- crashed and burned in the yeah. goddamn floor. Yeah, I didn't feel the chemistry between the two girls. I, di- I didn't I didn't dislike the performances, yeah. like the acting. Uh, the chick that plays Adele, she did good for what she did. For like, At least she's like enjoyable for the film, you know? I just I, I did not like this movie. No, no, I hated it. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't, it's not like the worst goddamn movie I've ever seen, and like, you know, it does have some redeeming qualities. I I, I found the end pretty clever, but other than that, I just kind of thought it was a big miss for it's me. It's described as artfully subdued, artfully subdued gothic lesbian psychological horror. Yeah, and, if that and as pretentious you, as pretentious you know as that description is, that's how pretentious this movie is. It really does. It really is. Uh, it, it the description compared it to Ty West, uh, The House of the Devil, which, which fucked me up going into it because Cagney I already... doesn't like that movie. But <laughs> I think that if that movie was anywhere near as good as House of the Devil, then it would have been a fucking great movie. We would have movie. enjoyed it, yeah. But no, I'm just I I'm loved not House a Ty of the West Devil. Guy. That movie was not House of the Devil. I gave it a one point five out of five on the Martell scale. I can't bring myself to give it a one or a zero because the acting's good, the production's good. It just fell flat for me. It just, that didn't work for yeah, me no, at all. This dude, it wasn't like this is his first movie either. He's done quite a few. 
the film he did before, it's called The Missing Girl. It's a straight-up drama. Uh, it follows a comic book store owner that hires a graphic novel artist trying to get her big break in the world of professional comics. And maybe something like that where it's actually a drama film. Maybe there's a stronger elements of just the horror the horror in this film. Kind of fell it out of place. Yeah. I felt like I, they didn't know which direction they wanted to go to. They wanted to lean to the drama, the melodrama, or lean towards the horror. When and I it didn't go either when way. I saw, when I looked at the description and I looked at the picture, everything that I was looking at before I watched this movie, I thought, okay, this movie's going to be pretty good. And I was let down big time because it was not good at all. We should have watched Ticked Off Trainings with Knives. Yeah, yeah. Um, we really <laughs> should have. I might check that out before next week. It's been a while since I watched that movie, but I don't remember it being terrible. I don't also remember it being very good either. But And movies like that rarely are. Yeah. You know, you just got to see how far they go. Sometimes. It has, I can't remember the drag queen that stars in it, but it's like one of the early uh, drag race queens, which... I don't really dig that whole. <laughs> like I, I, I like uh, what's the other one, Dragula, a little bit seen, better. I've seen I've seen a few episodes of RuPaul. That's about it. Though. Yeah, I don't, and I don't, I just not, I don't really like RuPaul personally. People obsess over that show though. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that movie's. I've seen it, but it's been such a long ass time ago. I don't even remember. Uh, but yeah, do not. I mean, you can if you want to, but I would not recommend watching. Sweet, sweet, lonely girl. Hey, I'm sure it has its audience out there. It is you know? a b- 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 boring movie. B- 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 boring film. Yeah. I almost fell asleep at the end of it, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> we were making little jokes about it when we were watching I can't it. believe... Uh, it's, it's only an hour and 17 minutes, so you're not wasting... Like two hours. You're not wasting too much time if you want to check it out, but I would say no. Skip uh, it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but that one you can find on Shudder's Queer Horror section as well. Uh, and like all cheerleaders die is there too. Um, but, and the other one was on Tubi, right? Women Who Kill. Mm-hmm. Women Who Kill is on and Tubi. And all cheerleaders die is on Tubi as well. Yes, if you don't have Shudder, you can watch all cheerleaders So you can watch the two good movies that we talked about Tubi. today on it, Tubi. It, yeah. So yeah, that's what we got this week. Yeah. We ate some Bojangles. We, we ate great. some donuts. Some Krispy Kreme donuts. We watched some movies, and now we're going to probably write a movie. Yeah, or, for sure. At least some of it. Um, thank y'all for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media at Martell's Movie Madness on Instagram and Facebook at Movie Madness sixty nine on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow me personally at Trailer Trash God on Instagram at Martell the God on Twitter and Cagney. Tell them where they can find you. I'm Cagney Larkin. That's all you need to know. Just look up Cagney anywhere. You'll probably find me. You know. Uh, lead yourself down the Cagney rabbit hole. <laughs> His social media is also linked on pretty much all of our social right. media. So it's not hard to find. find I'm, I'm there. not here. I'm Cagney. Name, do you know anybody um, else named Cagney? The porn star, Cagney Lynn Carter. Yeah, but that's it, right? That's it. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, well, she spells I don't know her personal. She spells it with a K, too. So it's not hard to find me. There's not very many of me out there. Uh, make sure you go on over to our Patreon and support us. And donate some money because we're trying to make a movie. Yep. Every little bit of that goes to making the movie. Uh, $3 gets you early access to episodes. Uh, the episodes drop on the pub- to the public on Fridays. They drop to Patreon on Mondays. Ooh, you get them quick. And uh, $6 tier gets you, er- gets you early access and bonus materials. 
And then there's some other tiers on there, but I don't exactly remember what I put for the perks for those. <laughs> so go check them out for yeah. yourself. So it's Martell. It's uh, Patreon.com/slash/MartellsMovieMadness. We're gonna be having T-shirts and stickers and stuff to help raise money for the movie soon. Um, be on the lookout for all that. Thank y'all for listening this week, and hopefully we'll see you again next week. Bye. Now let's watch some fucking movies. Well, it looks like survive this time come back